Hey everybody, this is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. I just want to give you a soundscape for this moment. You're hearing some Persian cat snuffles. Um, the If you've ever had the pleasure of living with a flat-faced animal, um, you know what this is like. It's like a symphony of sound, uh, no matter where you are. Um, my beloved cat sitter, Sonia, in L.A., said that she could always find Biscuit Reynolds uh, to give him his meds because of his snorty breathing. Um, so, like, even though he's hiding under a bookshelf, you can hear him snorting. Uh, anyway, welcome to my show. That was a 40-second intro about my cat. Thank you. Happy Pride. Um, I am <laughs> going to tell you tonight. Okay, so I just want to tell you how funny the goddess is, right? Um, tell the goddess your plan. Or if you want to make the goddess laugh, tell her your plans, right? Um, so... I did an episode last week about adaptability and really just like going hard on adaptability as like a life skill that's going to help you uh, interrupt the aging process. And then uh, the universe presented me with adaptability because I had this great interview lined up for this week. Um, my friend Colin Videl of Queer Cosmos is coming back on the show. Very excited to talk to him about setting up our values. Um it's going to be a great conversation. I'm very excited. Anyway, last minute, Mercury retrograde, we had to reschedule. So it is coming, but I have to be adaptable. And so here we are doing another solo episode. And also something I'm really enjoying about like kind of spontaneous solo episodes is um, really just digging into what am I growing through? Because I find it really awesome when people that I identify as like my teachers, right? Like coaches, mentors, uh, people I learn from, right? I'm taking the equivalent of a junior college <laughs> course load um, right now, just in terms of things I study. Uh, but all of my and people I study with um, and all of my teachers, I love when they share what they're growing through because it helps me kind of identify and normalize my growth process. And um Something that Kyle Cease was teaching on this week that really just like hit me is like um, healing the pain, like by like transmuting the pain. And as soon as you're like identifying and recognizing that a pattern exists, it's almost entirely healed. And a lot of um, the numbing activities we engage in, like addictive behaviors, are really just us like in that last moment of like what we could just be healing, right? And we could just be presenting. Um, and really normalizing pain. Um, it was really like this lesson he taught was just really cool about like just how we alchemize the pain that we've experienced before. Um, but a lot of us just end up repeating that pattern again and again, right? Like re-experiencing the pain. Um, but there's a way of like um, in that present moment when you're trying to avoid the pain with the addictive behavior, if you're just with the pain, usually that sensation and that experience lasts only about 90 seconds. This is something I learned from Martha Beck um, in a book I read of hers, and I can't even remember the name of the book. Um, it was really good. She uh, talks about how like big emotions come through you, and they only take about 90 seconds to 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 release. Kyle didn't teach 90 seconds. He taught like kind of just being with the pain and being present for it. And sometimes when you're having hard feelings, you just kind of have to like show up with them. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm having a hard feeling. And so here I am present with it. You can also do things. Esther Hicks teaches on this where you kind of just level it up like bit by bit. Right. You can't go from like feeling completely immovably depressed to cheerful, but you can go from immovably depressed to like, uh, moving around a little bit and feeling bummed, right? Like that's a, that's a level up. <laughs> anyway, I got real deep real fast, but, um, I'm really growing through a lot right now. Um, 
So I am doing an online bachelorette party. You are all invited. If you're listening to my podcast, your friend, you can come through the bachelorette party. I feel like um, I, I made it a public event partially because I know there's lots of people out there who would want to come celebrate with me and I don't even know who they are, right? I have been texting people for months about this, uh, trying to get it on people's calendars and like, it's also Mercury retrograde and Saturn retrograde and all the things. So I'm like, I'm, I'm planning it and like kind of letting it come together at the same time, right? Like Mercury retrograde is best experienced as like a lazy river rather than um, like, I don't know a tide pool or a water slide, right? It's a lazy river, not a water slide. Like Mercury retrograde is not a charge forward time, but it's a good time for reunions. And that's really all I wanted from a bachelorette party. So you, if you're not, if you're new here, I'm Bevan, I'm not dating anyone. I am like, I've been single. Uh, I went through a gay divorce uh, about two years ago and changed like a couple months and two years. And um, I, never and we were engaged to be married that wedding didn't happen i've also been engaged before once before that wedding also got called off around the same it was it's rough it's rough to have a pattern in your life repeat but i recognized the pattern had emerged <laughs> and so i've done a lot of work on myself since then um cuz you know if you don't grow then you end up repeating your patterns again and again right and i want to let my patterns reveal themselves to me so that i can release them so that i can actually like live the life that I'm here to live and like serve uh, the universe. And um, I really love the teaching of A Course in Miracles. Um, there's a great prayer you say every morning, which is what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? Um, and yeah, I've been really like wanting this online bachelorette party for a while throughout the pandemic, actually. I've been thinking, ah, oh, it would be fun to have a bachelorette party because last summer, 2020, LOL, I had planned a tour, LOL, that I was going to take and go to all these Glowing Goddess Getaway retreats, LOL. Um, all of those got canceled. Uh, but I was so excited to like get to go and like kind of have a traveling bachelorette party because I realized once I started teaching at these retreats in 2018, I like went to my first one and I was engaged at that time. And I was like, oh my God, this is my bachelorette party. This is the only thing I want, like a self-care getaway with friends that's like women-centered, and we smoke, we can smoke all you want, right? Like it's all you can smoke and I enjoy the cannabis and um, it's self-care activities. Like literally the whole, um, the whole uh, program of the Glowing Goddess Getaway is self-care. It's like puff and paint, astrology seminars. I do canicize workshops, uh, which is a fat kid dance party aerobics, which is my aerobics class for anyone who feels left behind by mainstream fitness. Um, and that is, but it's canicized. So it's slower, more repetitive uh, fact to dance party numbers. Um, it meant for an optional cannabis experience. At the Glowing Goddess Getaway, everyone's smoking. So it's canicized there. Um, anyway, I teach canicized. I also teach self-love workshops. It is like, there's meditation, there's sound baths. There's like often a pool. Uh, there's usually a campfire. I love campfires. It is just like, and, and it's the greatest sisterhood I've found. Like, I truly was craving a multi-generational sisterhood. This is true. And I found it at the Glowing Goddess Getaway. And it's so funny because like my life started unraveling in this powerful way right after my first getaway. And I don't think that's a coincidence. And that's something I've heard from a, a number of people who've begun attending is that your life kind of starts to align in a, in a bigger, more expansive way. Sometimes it's hard 
you know, going through those transition periods, my 2019 was very difficult. Um, my first glowing goddess getaway was in 2018. So 2019, right? I had turned 40 and I was like, 2019, I'm going to have all these great 40th birthday parties. It's going to be so fun. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm gonna have an amazing bachelorette party. Everything's going to be great. And then, um, we called off our wedding and broke up in like February of 2019. So it didn't, didn't happen. Didn't get to have my bachelorette party. But then I was like, always like low key thinking, I mean, I just want to say, I want to normalize divorce showers. I want you to think out there, if you have a friend who you think would appreciate a divorce shower, check in with them. But like when you're first divorced and you're having to like rehome and like buy new stuff, like that's the time when you want like housewares. I don't know why we do bridal showers now, right? Like most of the time when people get married, they've been living together for a long time and they had two of everything that combined to one. But when you get divorced, you have one of everything that has to suddenly become two, but we don't normalize like showering people with gifts when they're like going through one of the hardest times that you can possibly go through in life. That's my rant about divorce showers. We should have divorce showers, not bridal showers. Um, and bachelorette parties are really a thing for single people to celebrate their singlehood. I like, I have never truly, I, I like, these are the things I like about bachelorette parties, getting to, to go away with, or just celebrate with, people you really love from all parts of your life, right? Like your bride squad, the people who really support you. And I like matching shirts. I really like bachelorette parties when they have those fun, cute, coordinated outfits. And I never wanted a bride squad shirt. I always just wanted a shirt that said Bevan, my name on it. Like it was always very clear to me uh, when I was engaged. And so I was like, those are the things I wanted. Just like some time with my besties. And then I was like, ooh, the glowing goddess getaway. It's perfect. Um, so Flash forward to 2019 has been hard. The Glowing Goddess getaways, all of them that I got to go to were like highlights of my year. I was truly living from getaway to getaway. Like life was real hard. Um, but so then I was like looking forward to my 2020 tour where I got to go on tour with the Glowing Goddess getaway. And you all know how 2020 went. If you didn't, you can go back and listen to my podcast about this pandemic we had. Um, still have. It's still going on right now. Um, still being really cautious, by the way, I'm vaccinated, but I'm not doing anything and I'm not hitting the road until the middle of August. And that feels really good to me. Um, so I'm still in my quarantine, but, um, all of this happened and I didn't get to go on this tour and have all these like bachelorette parties, even though I'm still single and have cute shirts with my friends. Like I figured like I'd sell shirts and then people would have them. I would see them at the glowing goddess getaways. We would take fun pictures, you know, and hang out. Right. Like, cause if I'm touring around, then hopefully some of my friends will want to come like to some of these getaways. So 2020 happened. I didn't get to go on that tour. And so I'm sitting here in this pandemic being like, I kind of want to do an online bachelorette party. And it just kept like running through my head. And then finally I just bit the bullet and talked to my bestie, Rachel, who's been on this podcast a couple of times, um, back in March about like, should I do this? Blah, blah, blah. So we kind of talked through it. And then she said it would be good to be on a, like, she, she talked about doing like a professional platform or like how we could professionalize a zoom party. Right. And then I was like, actually I have this credit with event high, which is this amazing cannabis event space. Um, if you're at all in the cannabis space and you don't know about event high, go poke around the website. They host amazing events in person. And also, like, because of the pandemic pivot, they're really good at virtual events. And so I did, a, a, I've done a few virtual events with them. And I had a credit with them from an event I did. So I was like, oh, I could just use my credit and like host this party on this thing. And so um, I talked to Adelia at Event High, love her so much. Um, she, uh, we're doing it on this platform called Run the World. I've never used it before, but we can apparently do a group selfie 
that is what sold me on it. I was like, absolutely. I want to do a group selfie with everyone who's at my online bachelorette party. Um, I also knew I wanted to do like every, if you don't know me from my nightlife days, I used to curate um, nightlife in New York City. I'm an award-winning nightlife producer from New York City. This is part of my life and what I have done. Um, I, most eclectic party, uh, I won an award uh, that called that. Um, I also won a best MC award, which I really take a lot of pride in my MCing. And so I feel really like honored to have gotten a best MC award. It's from a, a nightlife magazine, uh, Go Mag. Um, anyway, and we, I won a few other awards too. It was fun. It was a fun life I had in Brooklyn when I was throwing parties. But I found this sweet spot was like a 30 minute performance and then people still want to dance and hang out. Right. And like that. I love that because I like to convene and set a tone and I wanted to do body positive nightlife and you get people out of their head and into a new paradigm when you have a shared, um, like visual, like artistic experience. Right. So anyway, rebel cupcake could be like poetry, drag burlesque. I'm sure I did puppetry, uh, there. <laughs> belly dancing, a fire play demo. Kate Bornstein did a reading. Like it was epic. Like I have so many cool performances. And so I just like thought through some of my favorite people. I reached out to a ton of performers and I have three people <laughs> performing, which is great. Like it is the perfect amount. Like it's like a little tight show. And then the rest of it's going to be like an online campfire. And it all kind of came together exactly as it was meant to. Um, sometimes live music. So we have Ashley Manta doing a sex ed uh, demo. Basically, I felt like an important part of what makes something a quote unquote bachelorette party is performative raunchiness. And so I was like, Hmm, if I can have people leave my bachelorette party learning more about sex and having better sex themselves, I will have done my job in this world. And so Ashley Manta is going to do a great, um, sex lesson. Um, I, if you don't know that the clitoris has legs, do some Googling and find Ashley talking about that or come to my online bachelorette party. I'm going to put the link, uh, in the, in the little box. Uh, so if you're listening, I mean, if you're listening to this in time to go, it's June 20th, 2021 from 4 PM to 6 PM Pacific. Um, I picked that date partially because I knew I wouldn't get something else, uh, scheduled that day that I don't have any control over. Um, as I said, I do a lot of learning. I have teachers who set things that I just show to. Um, and, uh, so I knew that was a safe date for me. And also it's like peak pride season. We're really close to summer solstice. I'm obviously very witchy. Um, so it felt like a super powerful time to just like bring people together to like connect and hear their good wishes for me. Right. Like, um, it's kind of weird. I will acknowledge to throw a bachelor party when you're not engaged, but I really truly trust the universe and I know I will be engaged eventually and have it and just history has told me in my life that I don't have a lot of energy for planning a bachelorette when I'm engaged and trying to plan a wedding. So I want to just do this and like have this really fun time with my friends. Plus, like I could use some gassing up um, and yeah, anyway, I'm excited to do this and I want to normalize just doing what you want. Um, and following your heart, even if it's super weird and your relatives might judge you because my relatives definitely are judging me and I don't care. Um, so let's see what else is happening. At my online bachelor party. Oh my God. So the first person I asked to perform was a yes. And that was when I knew this was all going to be the night of my dreams. So my drag dad, uh, Johnny Kingpin, who I performed drag with in Philadelphia from like 2002 to like whenever Johnny retired, which was like 
2006 or something, uh, maybe 2005. And um, it was like Johnny just being willing to come out of retirement to perform uh, for my bachelor party is like uh, the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, oh, this is so great. So that is going to happen. We're going to have a little drag. Uh, and my very favorite performance poet, Reggie Kabiko, is going to do a poem. And uh, I just want to tell you this. So Reggie Kabiko, I found, I don't even remember how I was exposed to Reggie, but I think I just saw him performing at something, maybe Sister Spit, something like that, where it was like really like curated. And I was like, oh my God, Reggie Kabiko, I'm obsessed. Um, and then I got, I would scour YouTube for performances of Reggie's and like, I fell in love with my first sweetheart again. I got to, that was something I visioned for that I, that actualized. Like I, I was like, oh, if only we could date again. Like I'm thinking this all through my twenties, even when I was engaged to someone else, I was thinking it. And then after I wasn't engaged to that person anymore, we went out again. It was fun. Um, and by fun, I mean like totally heartbreaking, but it's I, all's well that ends well because we, uh, I would call them one of my number one cheerleaders in my life. And I really am grateful for their friendship. Um, but on our, our first like reunion date, um, I, I played Reggie Kabiko on YouTube cause it's a really good poem, right? Like I was like, and it was really matched like what we were talking about. Um, you know, I'm serious when I play you poetry on YouTube. So anyway, Reggie Kabiko is going to be at my online bachelor party. Very excited. I have several of my friends lined up to do toasts. I have Celine from the Glowing Goddess Getaway, who has been on this podcast many times, um, doing a convening. And I have Deidre from the Getaway also, who has been on this podcast many times, doing a closing and a blessing. I am like so thrilled with everyone who's going to be there. Um, and like, I am so excited to do this. And last weekend, I got to go to a friend's like, a celebration party that was similar to this, like with toasts and like remembrances and like just watching them like receive that energy. I was like, ah, oh, this is so sweet. And like, I haven't done something like that in a long time where I've like sat and received a lot. So it's really like my edge, right? Sometimes those of you out there who are big givers probably can identify when I say that it is awkward and hard for me sometimes to receive. And I've had to work very hard at learning to ask for help and there's always another edge for me in learning to open up and receive more love and ask for help. And I've had a lot of friends I've, I've shared on, on this um, many times on the podcast. I've had a lot of friends who have uh, died via suicide. And I think a lot about um, like friends who I was like close to sometimes um, and, or close to for a period of their life who then later. Um, but like, I've really examined a lot of their experiences of life right around when they made that decision. And something I've noticed that is very common is that there was something about their thoughts and the way they were thinking in their life that wasn't allowing them to understand and appreciate the love that was in their life. Um, that's just kind of a behavior thing I've really noticed and what they'd shared with me. Um, and, and just, and also recognizing, you know, after, you know, when your friends pass away, like no matter how they go, you tend to hear a lot about how much people loved them. Right. And, um, there's like a common, um, phrase I've heard about like giving flowers to the living. Right. Um, and really just celebrating the people who are around with your love and like learning how to receive love is like sometimes a lifetime's work. Cause when you're traumatized and people have, you know, done poorly with you emotionally, uh, 
which like is usually because they were done poorly with, right? Like these are things that just hurt people, hurt people. It's really hard to trust love and to open up and to be vulnerable and to say like, Hey people, I really want to celebrate myself, you know, and just, and be open to people's nose. I got a lot of nose from people who couldn't perform, which was fine. You know, like I'm really, I want a fuck yes. Right. Like I want the people who are like, yes, when I first ask them. Right. Um, and I, and I'll say this too. Um, I, <laughs> my friend Ashley has, um, Ashley Manta, canisexual. She's been on this podcast many times. I've already talked about her in this episode. So she has this, uh, elevated intimacy Academy hand job class. It's like a handy skills class workshop. She was, I remember it very distinctly because she was, um, filming it and like, marketing it right around the first getaway I went to. So every time I go back and look at my GGG highlights to kind of like relive the glowing goddess getaways, they're so good. Put them on your bucket list. If you think you even might want to come put it on your bucket list. Also this weekend, if you're listening to this this weekend, we're doing a virtual GGG on Facebook live. Um, it's the only one that's going to be free uh, digitally uh, this year. Uh, every getaway will have a digital component this year. Uh, there are three in-person COVID safe um, getaways with limited attendance. Um, at this point, like that everybody's going hog wild, uh, with COVID. I'm like, why don't we just have them be huge? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but anyway, um, and like, I'm still like trying to wrap my head around the logistics of getting to Northern California, um, uh, via car. Um, and well, August, that one's easy. It's the Southern California. It's the Joshua tree. Um, in September, I still haven't figured out all my logistics. I'm feeling really stressed about leaving my cat. I, I just want to acknowledge that. If you are having pet uh, separation anxiety yourself about thinking about traveling without the pet that you spent your entire quarantine with every single day, um, I'm in your camp too. This is the this is the episode where we're relating to each other a lot. Okay, so my online bachelor party, I'm letting the love in. We're having a good time. And it's also, I think I, I just need it to be the celebration of me finishing this hand sex class. So I've been thinking about this hand sex class for a long time, ever since Ashley started talking about it back in 2018. Um, and then when quarantine hit and everyone was talking about like learning new skills, I was like, wow. Like I heard someone say like, oh, wouldn't it be cool to just say like Kenny, you know, got into karate in the, or learn karate in the pandemic or something. It was like a funny example of like what you could learn. And I thought of two things, two curriculums I had not yet endeavored to do. Uh, one was uh, Andy Cohen's Grateful Dead. Uh, uh, he, does, he does this thing on his Instagram. It's uh, a highlight bubble, Fallon Dead. But I had actually screenshotted them when he was doing it uh, because it was such a good idea to get into the Grateful Dead. I'd always knew, I always knew I was going to like the dead, but I didn't know how, because I would like listen to a concert and be like, I don't get it. Um, but what you really need to do is just get into the songs bit by bit. Andy's so smart. So he assigned to Jimmy Fallon these like three songs at a time, listen to all the live versions you can, and you just start to get it. And you start to understand the songs. You start to really like the songs. Um, so I did that over the quarantine and I knew I wanted to take Ashley's hand sex class because like, why not say you got out of the quarantine with like hand, a certified hand sex master or whatever, master class, something like that. Anyway, I was like, I don't. Like wanted that those two things are what came to mind. I like to trust the goddess. And I decided that since my pandemic is going to, or my quarantine is going to be over August uh, 14th or so, or whenever I hit the road, I am uh, like, it, it gives me a, a hard out. You know what I mean? Like I got to finish this stuff. So I'm going to finish. I, I, 
I didn't even ask Ashley for the class until like a couple months ago. So it's, it, you know, it's not like this has been sitting on the docket and I haven't been doing it. But, you know, when you're like in the pandemic and you're not dating, I, I, I will say also in the 2020 that I had in my head, I was like, oh, I'll be lesbian Jack Kerouac on the road um, again. <laughs> this is what my BFF, Brian, I really hope you can make it to my bachelorette. Um, he, he dubbed me lesbian Jack Kerouac in like 2009 or so. Cause like I was traveling all the time and maybe 2008, I, I was just traveling all the time, like post first engagement breakup. And like, I was dating people in lots of cities. And so he called me lesbian Jack Kerouac. So that's what like my theme of last year was going to be bachelorette parties, lesbian Jack Kerouac on the road dating. Maybe I'll date again. I know I will date again. I know I will marry. Um, and, and also like, it's actually been really cool to take this class. I'll tell you what, cause like being reminded after like a long hiatus from dating, cause I haven't dated, like, I mean, I had a little side dish when I was with Dara, uh, we were not monogamous. Um, so other than that, like I haven't really dated in a long time. And so it's actually been really nice to like take this class. Cause Ashley is so smart. Uh, she teaches this with another teacher named Roxanne, but, um, I haven't even gotten to the hand sex part of the course. I'm like on all of this like stuff, like preparing, like preparing yourself, your body temple, preparing your home, preparing um, like, anyway, it's like a brilliant, brilliant class. And like this whole thing. And, and also, I mean, I used to teach consent. I know about consent, but it's really, really good to just continually remind yourself what is consent and like really get into that mindset with dating. And that's why like, and also like, Honestly, I think 2021 is a year of priorities. Like we're still harm reducing. There's still like mutant COVID out there. And like you could possibly, I don't know. I'm still reading things about aerosols, mutant COVID and vaccinated people can still pass a virus. And I do not want to be in a chain that connects to somebody's death if I can avoid it. And so I'm working to be harm reduced and prioritized with what I'm doing in 2021. So like I feel like people should be doing the things that are their fuck yes, seeing the people that are their fuck yes. And like everybody else who is just like a lukewarm, maybe, yeah, maybe you run into them, but they're not a priority. So you're not making it happen. You know what I mean? Like that's, I feel like we have this culture of busyness where you just take on all these things that are just performative and they're not really what you want to do. Right. So doing the things that are your true, like, fuck yes. Like this is my 10, right? Like this is the thing I really want to do anyway. I hope any of this was helpful. And if you want to come to my online bachelorette party, come to my online bachelorette party. The link is down there. Um, the, it is ticketed just to kind of keep out randoms, but like, uh, just send me an email, fatkiddanceparty at gmail.com. And I will send you a link for a free ticket. Cause you listen to my podcast. You're on minute 26. Um, and you listen to it in time for June 20th, 2021 at 4 PM Pacific. Um, I treasure you. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. I hope any of this helped. Um, also shout out to Selena who told me she loves my podcast and she thinks we can hang out and talk for a long time. And that's what I want to be creating with this podcast. I want you to feel like we can hang out. Um, cause that's what I'm doing here with you, connecting with you. Uh, I'm grateful that you're here. I know that you're around in 2021 for a reason. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, the best way to support it is Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash F-K-D-P, which stands for Fat Kid Dance Party. Uh, I'm doing a new extra Zoom class that's included in the Patreon membership at any level. Um, I'm doing Zoom Canicize on the fourth Monday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, which is um, 10 a.m. 
in Australia. I want to be dancing with Australia babes. So if you're in Australia, it'll be fourth Tuesday, roughly. I think it's probably the fourth Tuesday for each of it, but it's fourth Monday, my time. And then the corresponding Tuesday, um, get on the email list, uh, which is linked also in the notes. That's the best way for me to tell you about my classes. But also if my work is valuable to you, I'm literally an artist, hundred percent supported by Patreon. I can do these things and do a podcast and teach these aerobics simply because people believe in me and believe in this work and support this work. So you can throw me a couple bucks. You can also Venmo me. I'm, I'm open. Facudanceparty.com slash donate. Um, I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk next week.